You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you, coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. We've got a fun show planned for you. Andrew Bogus, not here today, did a great job. I listened to the end of the show, along with Greg Caserta, filling in for, for DA. So Anthony Pierno is going to swing by and hook us up with some news, some headlines, bottom of the hour. But don't worry, don't fret, don't be, don't be frustrated. We got Tom DeCelestino. He's here, he's hanging out, and we got some good stuff planned. First, we're going to do in about 20 minutes some NFL odds. We're going to mix these in from time to time. Vegas feels like, pun intended, alert coming. Vegas feels like they have a line on what's going to go down in the NFL this year. Yeah, Tom, accept that. And uh, we'll go through five or six or seven quarterback props. And I'll tell you which side of those that I'm on. Some of them are really interesting. The Jalen Hurts touchdown prop I find shocking in the number. So that's coming up in about 20 minutes. We're also inspired by John Morant. I want to I I thank, by the way, the, the folks around the National Basketball Association. It's a slow time. There's not a lot going on. It's summer. Sports Talk Radio Magic. Sometimes you've got you to gotta pull that bunny out of a hat, which is the dumbest trick ever, by the way. Who cares about a bunny in a hat? Like, it doesn't even make sense. Yesterday, John Wall allowed us to talk about bad superheroes because he called himself Batman, and that was a mistake. And uh, today's show is going to be partially inspired in about 30 or 40 minutes by John Morant. Full disclosure, huge fan. Huge John Morant fan. But he would not ever own, take, destroy, dominate, get, control, obliterate, humiliate Michael Jordan. Probably wouldn't happen. So we're going to get into stuff you shouldn't say. I've got a whole list. It's really detailed. Good morning, Tom. Um, Good morning, John. Jaws got something he shouldn't have said. We're going to play that. Ray Allen's got something he shouldn't have said. We're going to play that. Do you have, I don't want you to give it away, do you have a list of things that you can share with us about 30 minutes that you should not have said? Oh, yes. Sad but true. Yes, I do. How many are related to your marriage? Uh, If I say all of them, will you believe me? Yeah, because I'm married, too. Uh, if you want to add to the conversation, sports writer, sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. And by the way, it can't be an accidental language communication. I'm in, I'm in Spain this week, which is a weird thing to say on the radio. But I am. I'm doing the show from, from, from Spain. And a buddy of mine, who's from this part of Spain, uh, gave me a term to say. So I've been walking around Spain saying this term for three weeks. And, and then I found out yesterday that what I've been saying is, in a very colloquial, dorky, stupid way, I love myself. Like, hi, can I have some bread? Thanks. I really love myself. But I guess it's worse than that. I guess it's real arrogant and real bad. And uh, 
Yeah, I don't mean like that. Oh, that was pretty embarrassing. I'm more mean just in the sense of you knew what you were saying. You shouldn't have said it like John Morant. Uh, Will Middlebrooks is going to be on the program. Hour from now we'll talk some baseball. We'll do buy or sell. And Tiger Woods, just an hour ago, said some things he should have said. And I love it. Harsh words for Live Golf. Harsh words for Greg Norman. There's nothing quite as interesting and as powerful as the voice of a sport. An elder statesman, all-time great, being succinct and candid and direct and critical, and I love it. But let's first get into a Stephen Curry insight that I had today and a little bit yesterday based on a little bit of Steph news and an insight on Kevin Durant. It is beyond dispute, or at least it should be now, that Stephen Curry is one of the great players in the history of the game. For me, and this is disputable, you're welcome to argue. Of course you can, 855 212 for CBS if you want to do it on, on the old uh, the old phone line or sports writer, sports R-E-I-T-E-R. For me, Steph's a top five player of all time. But whatever. Let's call him top 20. Kevin Durant's top 20. They're both exceptional. And along with LeBron James, they define this era of basketball in the NBA. But some news yesterday offers the secret sauce. I think it's the secret ingredient of Steph Curry's greatness. And I think it also is such a counterweight. It's the opposite. It's the mirror image of Kevin Durant's biggest weakness, and that is Stephen Curry's general selflessness, his remarkable ability to do something that is almost a paradox. He's an individual all-time star who is an incredible team player. Here's the news. It's not big news. It's sort of interesting. There's this growing sense out there that maybe, not it will happen, but maybe the Warriors will actually snag Kevin Durant. As you probably know, Kevin Durant's got four years left on his contract. He plays currently for the Brooklyn Nets. He's thrown a little bit of a, a fit. Things didn't go his way. I'm hanging out with my two-year-old nephew in Spain. Two-year-old, they brought, my, my brother and his wife brought a two-year-old. And this kid's better behaved when he doesn't get his cookies. What was it he didn't get? He didn't get his crackers. This kid is better behaved than Kevin Durant when Kevin Durant doesn't get his ring. The ring wasn't easy. Oh, someone give Kevin his, his ring and his cookies. Kevin Durant is trying to cut and run. And he's trying to force way to Phoenix. That's a location he'd like to go. He'd like to go to the Heat. Brooklyn wants to, to, to drive a, a pretty hefty bargain. The Warriors have been talked about a little bit in the background as a possible destination. I've given you a possible trade that a, that a scout actually gave me. And Brian Winters, who's my colleague and my friend, he works over at the Worldwide Leader, don't cite those guys very often, I think Brian's excellent, talked about the fact that he, he doesn't think you can rule it out. Normally in this situation, if there was gossip, if there was talk, if there was speculation that maybe coming off an NBA championship and a finals MVP, that a player of Stephen Curry's caliber was going to have to welcome another guy as good, almost as good, just as good, better, somewhere in that range, that person would put their foot down, say no thank you, dismiss it, maybe be snarky when asked about it. If that person were Kevin Durant, they would uh, go on some burner accounts and criticize aggressively you know, Steph Curry under somebody else's name with an egg on it, then forget to switch out of their account and just do it under their account. And then they delete that, and they criticize the media for daring to investigate the things they write. Okay, so that's why that range of things would happen. Steph Curry was pretty cool. He was pretty chill. Not overwhelming, not let's get him, let's get him here. It was just, you know what, we like what we have. Everything's cool. I'll just read it to you. Quote, the rumor mill and all that stuff is part of the nature of the NBA and the league, Steph told uh, NBC Sports Bay Area. You take it for what it is. You know how quickly things can change, but I like where we're at. Now, again, it's not a ringing endorsement. It's not, for the love of all that is holy, get Kevin Durant here. But Curry did the thing that he always does as a teammate. He's, yeah, I'm open, whatever, it's all, everything's great. And it struck me the way in which 
in an individual, it's a team sport, but the NBA, more than any sport in, in American sports, in any sport, outside of maybe the NFL because of quarterbacks. But I think even more so, if you don't have a singular star who's a top 10 player in the entire sport, you don't have a chance, not really, not reasonably, to win an NBA championship. Only one team have done that in the last 22, 23 years, the Detroit Pistons. And they had some pretty good players, my colleague Rip Hamilton, Chauncey Billups, guys like that. And that normally comes with a certain level, understandably, of, of, of selfishness. And, and maybe it's not selfishness. Maybe it's individuality. Maybe it's heroism in the sort of traditional sense. I haven't seen the new Thor movie. I'm sure D-Cell will give us a review of it. i got to take my kid to it. But, you know, Thor's got a bunch of teammates. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I know I, I'm not, hey, we're all together, and then there's, I'm sure there's a bad guy, and he's super strong, and Thor's got to fight him on his own. Why? Because heroes, in the end, have to do heroic individual acts of greatness to save the day. D-Cell, how is Thor? Scale one to ten. Uh, I'd give it about a seven and a half. Love where your head's at. Have you seen it? Uh, no. Beautiful. And that means that Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal and Michael Jordan and LeBron James and Kevin Durant, two times finals MVP, and Kawhi Leonard put themselves first. They put themselves first. They craft the teams they want. They demand the players that they want. There's a certain aura of... My way or the highway. Sometimes it's presented in a really nice, charming fashion. Sometimes it's presented in a less charming fashion. Sometimes you're Steve Kerr and you get punched in the face by Michael Jordan. But it takes an absolute range. Stephen Curry's the one guy on and off the floor. And I think this is the secret to his greatness. Because like, he's his talent's the wrong word. Steph Curry's basketball skills are in the same range, same sort of all-time great margin of error, of every guy that I just mentioned, except maybe Jordan. But, but Stephen Durant, Stephen LeBron, Stephen the, the guys this era, and I just mean in terms of the ability to be great, which is different than mental toughness and ability to handle pressure and luck and teammates and all that stuff. I'm just talking basketball skill. Steph Curry is to those guys, what you know, margin. It's not like me versus, versus LeBron James, where there's a, universes between us in terms of our ability. But the secret that Steph Curry has... The thing that's revealed in him not dismissing Kevin Durant, who, remember, left the Warriors in the lurch, let a bunch of stories come out that he was unhappy there and he felt like he got the credit he deserved, who was put out all the time because Steph got a bunch of adulation and love at, you know, the, the place that he built, where Draymond Green had to run to Steph Curry's defense. The natural human reaction, my reaction, your reaction, even with friends of yours, would be like, you know what, to hell with that guy. He left, we don't need him, we're fine, we just won the finals champion. We just won the NBA Finals. I was the Finals MVP. I don't need Kevin Durant. Curry's unique in this way. And if you made a list of the top 20 players in the history of the NBA, and you ranked it just simply by the, 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 the most selfless of those players on and off the court, Steph Curry is either number one or number two. Tim Duncan's in the, in the conversation for the same reasons. Off the court. Steph Curry asked Kevin Durant after Steph Curry had won two consecutive MVPs to come and play in Golden State knowing that, it, that Steph would have to take fewer shots, get less glory. There was no chance either of those guys were going to win an actual regular season MVP together because they were going to cannibalize each other's votes, which, by the way, is exactly what happened. And it greatly diminished the odds that Steph Curry would be able to get both the finals MVP that he coveted and did not have, he has it now once Durant left, and just the credit that he certainly would have been entitled. If, if Durant doesn't leave... We're not having the proper, well, I am, because the show is righter than you when I got there. I promise. I promise. A little arrogant, little arrogance Tuesday. But most people wouldn't have gotten to the conversation we should have gotten to, which is, oh, my gosh, is Steph Curry a top 10 player, a top 7 player? 
Maybe that Bill Ryder guy's right. Maybe he's a top five player. Because it would have been the like, guy ah, Durant, Durant did the work. That's the off-the-court thing. And then there's the on-the-court reality that has a direct and absolute impact on excellence. And the off-the-court stuff does too because these teammates will run through a wall for Steph. Steph's willingness to pass the ball, his work rate, which I talk about all the time, off of the ball, it's incredible. It has a real and tangible impact on how difficult it is for teams to play defense against the Warriors, number one, because Curry's as dangerous away from the ball as he is on the ball, and his gravitational force is absolute. One and a half, two defenders are always on and or moving towards Steph when Steph has the basketball the moment he crosses half court. But the same is true when he's off the ball. You have to be on him. You can't give him space. That creates all kinds of opportunities for his teammates. It also created a culture of belief, of accountability, of guys liking each other. Just think about your job, right? I, I like the jobs I've had where I like the people that I work with, like CBS Sports Radio. I've hated jobs that I've had with people I didn't like. I had a radio show once. If you follow my career long enough, you probably know. I don't need to be a, a I'm not going to go full Kevin Durant. I'm also not going to do it under an egg. But I had a pretty amazing job once, sort of a, you know, got lucky, lifetime achievement kind of job, and I left it because I couldn't stand the people I was around. It matters and has an impact on the work that you do. Steph Curry understands that, and so he's a big part of the reason. Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, whatever you think of their worthiness for the Hall of Fame, when they are inducted, it's going to be when, not if, when they're both inducted, and Clay gives a really chill, surfer vibe speech, and Draymond Green speaks for an hour and a half about his brilliance. Steph Curry is going to be the reason that those guys are there. He's going to be a huge part of the reason they're there. That's not Kevin Durant. It's just not. And it's not even a criticism of Durant, although it is so glaringly obvious in the fact that Durant put out by, again, like my two-year-old nephew, I want my ring, where I'm mad, just forcing his way somewhere else. When the going gets tough, Kevin Durant gets going. That's just the way that it's been, whether it's difficult in the sense he can't win or it's difficult in the sense that he's won so much but he didn't get all the credit. I mean, talk about a guy you can't keep happy. Stephen Curry's focus hasn't been on keeping Stephen Curry happy like Kevin Durant's. It's been on keeping his teammates happy. Now, Duncan did the same thing. It's a difference. Steph Curry's a guard. He's a point guard. He, he has to have the ball in his hands. And so he's naturally inclined. There's a reason most guards, Kobe Bryant, guys like that, Jordan, shoot a lot. They came up shooting the basketball, having the ball, holding the ball, being accustomed to the ball, being in their possession. They give it if they feel like it. Big men like Duncan, even Kareem, right? Some of his tension with Magic is, you have to get me the rock. You have to get the ball to me. I have to trust you. It's the difference between being a quarterback, point guard, and, and a receiver, center. In one position, you control where the ball goes. In the other position, you're on an island and you're at the mercy of your teammates. Very fewer selfless as Steph Curry. And remember, Kevin Durant, also a guy who hasn't exactly been Mr. Share the Ball. If you watched a lot of Warriors games when he was there, like I did, you would watch Kevin Durant just stop moving the ball and go into hero mode. Why? Because he thought he was Thor. He thought he was a 7.5 on the detail scale of movies. Movie that Diesel's never seen, but I still like the rating. Duncan, Curry, or Curry Duncan. And that's it. That's just a little insight we had from this news that Steph Curry would consider it, would be open to it, and says everything about his willingness to make the Warriors successful at the expense of his legacy, of his shots, of his awards of the praise that he gets, and let's be honest, of the pride he has to have deep down that a guy turned away from him and he'd welcome him back. I can be a little spiteful in my competitiveness sometimes. Like when I played tennis, when I played sports when I was younger, a lot of people can, right? That guy treated me like somebody treats you badly. It's hard to be like, welcome back. Come on in. That's Steph Curry. It's one of the secrets of what he's about. One of the secrets of what D's... By the way, D-Self, speaking of greatness, just shifting gears. That dude just dropped... 
a three-second movie review of a movie he's never seen. Love that. Proud of him. Do you know anything about Thor's powers? Oh, no, not at all. I know he's got, like, a big hammer thing that's, mm-hmm. you know, has superpowers to it. It comes back to him like a, like a boomerang. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I got nothing. Now it's got an axe handle side to it. But I think the other thing's back, too. I, can't, I watch all the movies. I can't even keep up. Uh, I'm excited about NFL odds. Our own Thor, that's D-Cell, has thrown a sports segment about NFL odds into the universe. But through his sheer magic, we did this three weeks ago, it's flying right back at us. Diesel's going to catch it and wield that power on Rider Than You next year on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, in 20 minutes, John Morant has inspired us things that we shouldn't have said that we did. I got a bunch of them. One ended me getting choked in an office by a boss in front of everybody. Yeah, that's a true story, Tom. I'll tell it in a little bit. It's a super tease. I don't even know if super teases exist. Oh, you know what they do? Because you're into superheroes and you loved... Have you seen any Thor movies? Um, No, I haven't seen any okay. of the Avengers, which I know you're proud of me for. Yeah. Um, I've seen the Dark Knight trilogy, and that qualifies as a superhero movie. I mean, yes, and MASH qualifies as a TV show, but I'm not sure that's what I would raise when we're talking about, you know, TV. Uh, So then, no. Probably by your standards, no, I have not seen superhero movies. What's the last TV show you saw all of it, other than Project Runway? Uh, I'm glad you clarified there, because that would have been (laughs) embarrassing. Um, (laughs) Last TV show I saw start to finish. Yeah. You'll be happy to know we gave up on Friday Night Lights, so that won't be it. Why? Um, I'm just not into it. I don't like it. It's How many episodes did you get? It's not very good. I think we made Sell. it through six. Yeah, it's not that good. That's just, I mean, look, dude, I know I'm supposed to say there's no such thing as a bad opinion. That's a terrible take. That's a horrible perspective. And I've done some. Are re- you drinking aggressively during the viewing of the show? No, I'm not. Are you sleeping? And from what I understand by doing a little bit of research on the show, it was almost canceled. Yeah. So was the Wonder Years. The Wonder Years was canceled. 
I also have not seen the Wonder Years. What a wonder that is that the years have gone the way they have. I, I man, we're in such a good spot. No bogus, no bogus, you know, get between us. Wow. Yeah, I really All felt right. like we were right. making strides up until about 60 seconds ago. Yeah, no, it, it definitely. Okay, we're just going to look. You don't have to be good at everything, and TV doesn't have to be one of those things. <laughs> Let's, um, are right, we got some music for this. Do you want me to do a, a made up special announcement? Oh, please go for it. Now it's time for the Writer Than You NFL Odd segment without a name. As I crack on my microphone, good at radio. All right, so for our listeners, this is our second installment of NFL quarterback odds for the 2022 season. So let's get right into it with a very interesting one. Jalen Hurts, under over 22 and a half passing touchdowns. All right, so this one makes me really nervous for Jalen Hurts because The, the addition of A.J. Brown, which is a great target, Talented guy. Just can I give it a little perspective? Oh, please do, because I don't know which way to go on this one. Last year, 22 passing touchdowns would have been the exact same number as Mac Jones and Ben Roethlisberger. It would be one more than Ryan Tannehill, and it would be a couple fewer than Derek Carr and Kyler Murray. So it's an interesting, like, the cutoff really is, right, of like good quarterbacks in the NFL. I think Derek Carr is on the list on one side of it, and I think on the other side are at least currently Mac Jones, Ryan Tannehill. Maybe Tannehill slides to the other side. I don't think he does. So I think it's really they've done a great job blowing down. Will he be a good quarterback or just that second tier? I'm going to go under, dude. I think he's under the... I really do. I just... I want to be wrong. I like the kid. I liked him in college. I think he's been brought into obviously a not great situation. Coaching changes are never good for a team, especially a young quarterback in, in that person's development. I think it's I think it's under 20. 22 and a half? I'm going to go under. I want to say over so badly. I just, the number feels, feels low. You run through everything surrounding Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown this season. I, my heart is telling me go over. You're going over? I'm going over, but I think the smart play is under, but I'm, I'm following my heart on this one. So if you're going over, you think, I mean, I'm, I'm extrapolating. You tell me if I'm extrapolating incorrectly. But it sounds to me like you think he, maybe that team, maybe the Eagles win seven or eight football games. I do. I think they actually challenged the Cowboys this season in the Which worst division in the NFL. So the, the other thing that makes me a little nervous for the guy is he's just not, for the bet, right? He's not built like a super durable quarterback, and so you miss four games, three games, at what I think will be his trajectory, and the unders coming in. Now that we've talked it through, I think I'm, I'm actually going to actually literally bet the I'm going. I'm texting my bookie, who is my brother right now. I'm glad um, me going over really swayed you. I love how this dynamic works on the show. <laughs> Here's my bet, Bill. Great, I'm going in the opposite direction. Tom, Tom, I need, I need you. I need all your thoughts. Okay, cool. Opposite with my actual money. All right, let's keep it going here. Right. Derek Carr of the Las Vegas Raiders over under 4,500 passing yards next season. That's a, that is a huge number. That is a huge number. 4,500 and a half to be exact. Yeah. I mean, that's basically Joe Burrow's season last year. 
Vegas is basically asking you how much do you think his numbers will inflate by having Devontae Adams next season. More than Aaron Rodgers last season, more than Kirk Cousins, who's a statistical marvel, even though he's a big game illusion. More than Josh Allen, oh, barely, by, by 93 yards. More than Dak Prescott. The other thing is, that is a brutal, brutal division. Brutal division. Absolutely brutal. Stacked. Top to bottom, and I don't even know when I say top to bottom. I don't know what the top is. I don't know what the bottom is. So here's the thing. Uh, here's the, I, I think there's two factors. Actually, I think you're right. I think I think Devontae Adams is a factor. I also think that number must be because Vegas does think Josh McDaniels, who failed in his last head coaching job and was the offensive coordinator of the Patriots, of great success for a long time. Question mark maybe because of the Tom Brady effect. Obviously, Vegas. Which way are they trying to get you to bet, do you think? I want to go under. 4,500 is a big number to me. I think Vegas wants you to go under. So then I'll go. All right. I'm not going to bet it. He did a 4,800 last year, by the way. The addition of Devontae Smith. I think the head coaching. Devontae Yeah. Excuse me. Devontae Adams. The head coaching change could either sway you. Whether you think this offense is going to go, you know, full steam ahead, or maybe scaled back a little bit. All right, I'm going over. Got me, sold me. Team D self. All right, this third one here. Could we have a Super Bowl appearance hangover? Joe Burrow over under 32 and a half touchdowns next season. That feels like a very big number. Me hit, hit 34 last year, so it's a bit of a regression. But you're still in the top. A little bit of a surprise season for Cincinnati. We expected them Over. to take a, a stepping stone season, but they uh, they surprised a lot of people. I'm Team Baroque, dude. I think the guy's confidence and swagger and ability to connect with people and make them want to follow him is real. I think it's I think it's legit. All right, let's go outside of the box on this next one here. Josh Allen over under seven rushing touchdowns next Ooh. season. I don't even know how many he had last year. Can I guess? You tell me. Uh, sure. I'm going to go Josh Allen rushing touchdowns last year. I'm going to go four or five. I'm going to go I'm going to go four, five. Five. You're kidding me. You got it. Do I win anything? Will um, you watch will you finish season 1 of Friday Night Lights having done that? That's a no. No, I mean, I just can't get into the show. It's not that good. It's amazing. Terrible take. Terrible perspective. By the way, you know the segment we're doing next thing you shouldn't have said out loud? That's one of them. Put it on your list. Okay, let me write that down. Can you name this movie? Write that down. All right, let's get to this. Wait, no, no, can you name that movie? Oh, no. See, that's how badly I I don't know it. It went right over my head. Just like several of your puns for for buyer sell. they just go right over my head. How many how many rushing touchdowns to Vegas is saying eight? Seven? Uh seven. That feels like they're trying to get you to under two. They must know something. I think over. Give me over. I don't want to go under. You do? I want to go under. You're not Al in? I'm gonna sell that one. It wasn't all in. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually pretty pretty horrified by myself. Even I have low standards. All right, let's get to this next one here. Mac Jones passing passing touchdowns for next season over under 23 and a half. 
It sounded like you said smashing. Like you're just stuck in Thor. Matt Jones smash. Well, I'll, I'll set that. Do you think he'll have over under 23 and a half smashing touchdowns next mm. season? He had 22 last year. I actually think he's going to. I think he's going to work in the NFL. And I think he's going to be reliable and consistent at worst. I will go. I'm not going to bet it. But if you made me pick, I think I would go slightly over. I think I, I believe in some improvement. Maybe I should alert Pete Prisco, our pal at CBS Sports, to this next one since he had Russell Wilson ranked so high on his top 100 players list for the 2022 season. Over, under, nine interceptions for Russell Wilson. Over, under, nine interceptions. New team, new offense, and if it's not a new offense altogether, it's new terminology, new receivers to get used to. While he is an elite talent, nobody's questioning that. A lot of adjustments for Russ to figure out. Over. I would agree with that. Much to our point with Derek Carr, a brutal division. I think 32 passing touchdowns to 10 interceptions or 11 interceptions and and maybe 10 or 11 wins is a great call. By the way, do you ever have those things where you can't remember if you did or said something? You don't know if you just made it up in your mind or it's real? Oh, all the time. Did I go after Pete Prisco on Twitter over that? Uh, yes, that happened. I did. That, that was, was real. real. If we're my, playing fact or fiction, that would fact. be fact. My memory was a little aggressive. Uh, I would agree. Okay. I don't know how kindly uh, Mr. Prisco took to that. Don't remember what I said. Don't remember what happened. I just You've, you've dredged up a memory. Uh, I'm glad I could remind you that, in fact, was a real memory. Got it. Got it. Got it. Love that. Was it on? That concludes our second installment for QB under overs for next season. True or false, even though we have a buy or sell segment in an hour. The AFC West is the most interesting division in football in the last decade. Interesting? Yes, that is a fact. Can I figure it out at all? No, that's fiction. I have no idea top to bottom. I don't know which way to lean on this. You know what we should do? We should look up for tomorrow. I'd be curious. It would take a little time. What are the most wins in NFL history for the last team in any division? Like, what is the most successful division in terms of total wins in NFL history? Because I'm not good at math, and I'd have to be, and I'm not very smart. So that combination hurts me a little here. But without having to play one another twice each, yeah, just the idea that they're going to beat up on each other. Yeah, those six games for each of those teams. I mean, those are each 10-win teams, or better, at work. I, I mean, I think 10-7 and seven is a conservative estimate if they didn't play one another. All right. I enjoyed that. Uh, John Morant believes that he's better at basketball than Michael Jordan. That's actually not true. Well, actually, I don't know. Is that kind of true? It's kind of what he said. It, that he believes it, yes. Now, in execution, I think there's a different answer. No, but- he couldn't do it. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, it's Nana Morant this one. Like Nana, bro. It's not. It's not accurate. That was a bad one too. It's okay. We're gonna. We're gonna push through. Things you shouldn't have said, but you did. Uh, we're gonna. We got one from John Morant. We got one from Ray Allen. Diesel gave us a preview of something he shouldn't have said just a second ago. Said he didn't like Friday. He said he didn't like Friday Night Lights. I've got several. One, I insulted an all-time. Well, thought he was an all-time great quarterback, former Eagle. Uh, another. 
I went after a Hall of Famer, and another got me choked in an office. So we're just gonna we're gonna share things you shouldn't say, including John Morant trying to challenge Michael Jordan if they ever face each other one on one or just in general. We'll let you hear it. It's coming up on Rider Than You after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Anthony Pierno. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. You keep playing the rejoin, but if you solve the mystery of the kettle of fish, D-Cell, that is the next level. I told you my stance on all these phrases and sayings. I don't care what their origins are and what they actually mean. I just find them humorous, and I like saying them. Man, we've really got – this is a kettlefish situation we're in right now. It's, I, I don't even know what the expression means anymore. I've forgotten what it means. Doesn't it mean we have a problem? Uh, yes, it does. It's a kettlefish. We have a big issue got that it. we well, don't know how to solve. Here's a, here's a kettlefish for you. Maybe this, sometimes you shouldn't say the thing you're thinking. This is a huge problem for me, by the way. I luckily found a job somehow in sports talk radio and sports talk television. Sometimes when I'm on CBS Sports HQ, a little more buttoned down than CBS Sports Radio, right? You know, hey, Bill, what's the latest? Like, oh, you know. And sometimes I'll just be like, well, you know, you know, the latest, here's the latest. Like, oh, okay. And what about Chris Paul's leadership? And I'll just say, oh, well, I actually think Chris Paul is a clubhouse cancer who's completely phony and um, destroys locker rooms. And the eyes on the people just get – they don't even know what to say. And I, want, I, I b- both appreciate how much they listen to this radio show, and, and I'm amused that I've shocked them. Point is, D-Cell, sometimes I say stuff I shouldn't say. Sometimes you just you – just, you know, you think, like you're thinking you say something, and then and it comes out. John Morant had that experience – 
Uh, what is this? Is this a podcast? What is this thing? Uh, this was on Bleacher Report. Okay. Okay. I knew that, but I blocked it out because my mind went all sort of dark and unable to think when, as you'll hear in this clip, he eventually basically said he's better than Jordan. I would like to know play against him. So. Yeah. You know, yeah, this time you're not saying, I would have cooked a... I would have cooked him, too. <laughs> you would have cooked Michael Jordan? Man, I, nobody got more confidence than 12. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what you're supposed to say. I get it. As you should. Yeah. I'm, I'm never going to go and say nobody going to beat me in one-on-one or anything. Yeah. I don't care what it is. I think things all the time. Doesn't mean I say those things. I mean, I say them way too often. So that's one. We're going to book in this. We're going to do Ray Allen on the back end. So this inspired, by the way, no one's got more confidence than number 12. Yeah. And less caution. And by the way, a lot of players would just laugh or pretend. Like, you know, Magic would pretend it was funny. And Jordan's never going to forget this. If Jordan ever sees John Morant on the side of a road, he's going to he's gonna drive toward him. He's not going to hit him a hope, but he's going to. Seriously, my, if Michael Jordan would trade for John Morant just to cut him now. I mean, that, that is how Jordan is put together. All That's right. how he rolls. That's how he rolls. How many did you come up with things you've said that looking back you shouldn't have said? Well, it really made me think when we, uh, when we were doing this segment earlier this morning. I mean, we developed an entire segment on this show based on dumb things that I've said called What to Sell. Yes, yeah, true. Prior to me even working on this show. Yeah, yeah. So I've written down two terrible NBA takes that I've had that you found great oh, amusement from. I did. Let's do these. Um, back last season when the Brooklyn Nets still had Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden, mm-hmm. I said it was a lock they were going to win the NBA Finals with just two of them. Oh, it I didn't matter which two because they were experiencing a lot of injury issues. They didn't have all three healthy, I think, for eight games. Wow. Uh, I said it would take just two of the big three to be healthy, and it would be a lock for them to win an NBA championship. You've been the executive producer for a year. Would you say that on this show? Uh, I did back when... uh, I I blocked it out, blocked it out. Yeah, uh, back when D-Ben was still producing this show. Oh, when D-Ben was still producing. Yeah, because you know how these things work. I say things in the newsroom. People rat me me out. They say, you're never going to believe what D-Cell said. And you say, don't tell me. Get a microphone in front of them. All right. Do you want to go every other? Yes. I, I can't wait to hear your list. First, uh, one of the first days that I worked at FS1, and Andy Roddick worked there, and Donovan McNabb, and Gary Payton, and Randy Moss, and Carissa Thompson, and I'm forgetting forget, Mike Hill, a bunch of people. We're all in a green room. They, By the way, green room is such a dumb name. It's, it's a lounge for, for, for people going on TV. They call it the avocado room at, at Fox Sports. It's the avocado room. When I got there, I thought that's what they call it in TV. I went to like another TV place. I'm like, where's the avocado room? They looked like I was an idiot. That's <laughs> <laughs> another thing I, sh- I should have said. They're like, what? We don't have any avocados. I'm like, yeah, I want the avocado room. Like, there's water on a vending machine. What is this guy talking about? Everybody's in there. And I walk in, and everybody's trying to out-alpha everybody, right? Like, Roddick's trying to talk over everybody. McNabb's trying to talk over everybody. Randy Moss. Um, was Leinert there? Gary Payton. Is like, it's just Ethan Salam. And and this is just one of those things where I just, like, didn't think before I spoke. So McNabb is in a conversation with three people, and he's we're all crowded together. So he's have, I'm not a part of the conversation, but I'm shoulder-to-shoulder with him, turn the other way. And someone goes, oh, I mean, Kurt Warner's a Hall of Famer. 
and God, I like Donovan. Donovan, I'm sorry, bro. If you're, you know, this is true though, dude. And Donovan just starts goes off on why Kurt Warner's not a Hall of Famer. And I'm lit, and I, like my body turns like a magnet, and we don't know each other. And he, and I go, Did you just say that Kurt Warner's not a Hall of Famer? He's like, bro, he's not a Hall. And he gives me a spiel. I'm like, dude, if Kurt Warner's not a Hall of Famer. You got no chance to make. The, you have zero chance to make the Hall of Fame. Oh no! Oh, just like silence. The whole room had to go silent. The people that heard it definitely were like, "Who is this little intern?" Oh my god! What was Do- what was his reaction? I think it was just kind of like, "Who is this person?" And what? He <laughs> was Donovan McNabb is one of the nicest people I've ever met. By the way, like great guy. I used to drive down um, this this street in uh, in L.A. to try to make it to the, you don't care about that, to the interstate, but to get to the 405, the 10 to the 405. And I used to go down a lane that wasn't the lane and cut people off at the last minute to get home. And I once in my Prius, no, not Prius, yeah, Prius, was like 80 and cut off a Lamborghini. And they're like, what the? And it was Donovan. And he recognized me. I had to apologize the next day. Yeah. What do you think he was more upset about? You saying he wasn't a Hall of Famer in public or cutting yeah. him off while he was driving his very inconspicuous Lamborghini? By, by Prius. That's well said. Well said. <laughs> by Prius time, we were kind of buddies. He knew my name. Hey, Phil. <laughs> we were close. No, he never <laughs> told me Phil. That was unkind. I'm just kidding. All right. That's, that's one. Uh, I'm going to go with a second NBA t- uh, take here from What to Sell. Uh, I told you probably about this one's probably about two years ago. Oh, I that know this one. Joel yeah. Embiid was not a top five center in the NBA. <laughs> that same Joel Embiid, who's now been in the MVP discussion back to back seasons, uh, I told you was not a top five center, not a top five player, a top five center. You may not remember this. I believe that was the inspiration for what to sell. I think that's when I was like, we got to have a segment. Oh yeah, I was not even here. In the studio while I was on air, you had your production staff call me on the phone while I was at home to make sure that you understood my take properly. Uh, Yeah, that was done via phone. That's how uh, impressed slash humored you were by my take. I was very amused. We might have to continue this in an hour because we're not going to get to all these. I did tease this one, so I'll I'll, I'll do it. I I used to work at the uh, Democrat Gazette, and I reported to the city editor, directly to the city editor. And his deputy, one of his deputies, just did not like me. By the way, super nice guy, but, like, didn't like me professionally. And I was probably kind of a young punk, and he wasn't very good at his job, so it was a bad combo. And once he, we got in an argument about some stupid story that I don't remember, and he called me into an office, and we were arguing. Everyone could see. And he was being sort of disrespectful. And, uh, and maybe we'll do Ray Allen next hour, by the way. Maybe we'll do Ray Allen next hour so we can keep it going, because Ray Allen has one too. And he goes, what, do you think I'm stupid? And I go, actually, I do think you're stupid. I think that's a huge part of the problem here. And then he choked me. No, <laughs> and no, he me. no. Yeah, I was, it was like, there's a lot more context. We're arguing about some dumb point of a story and the lead and whatever, stupid newspaper stuff. And he was all mad. And I'm, I, he's like, you're not hearing me. Like, I hear what you're saying. He's like, what are you, you're acting like you think I'm stupid. I think you are stupid. Clearly. No, no, no. It's kind of like one of those situations where, like, you not said right. it, not me. Not <laughs> I mean, that was that was twenty three year old Bill Ryder. That was like, whoo! That was a very aggressive person. Yeah, I'm, I mellowed out. Oh yeah, very mellow these I'm days. Me- I've mellowed out. Very mellow. Promise you, I've mellowed out a lot, a lot. So this next one for okay. me, I will do very quickly. But to just peel the curtain back, I, I've been married for two and a half years now. Okay. My lovely wife. I have no idea why she said yes. Okay. Now, 
we have a, a one-year-old at home, a big adjustment in our house, two and a half years married, a one-year-old. We're all getting used to it, trying to find time for everything. And my wife likes to call me a complainer at home. And you know what? She's not wrong. Okay. But one day I just went off on all the things that we need to do as a house, as a unit, as a family, better. And she read between the lines and she knew it was directed at her. Right. And she said, you know what? I'm tired of you telling me I do everything wrong. You do it yourself. And my comeback to that was like, listen. It takes a while to get used to everything. Basically telling her, yes, you do everything wrong, yeah. and this is how it needs to be. That was a very, very poor decision on my part. I slept on the couch that night. You did not. I did. You actually slept on the couch. Actually slept on the couch. I don't think I, I always joke about the couch. I don't think I've ever actually slept on the couch other than, you know, Lori is sick or I fell asleep watching TV or something. Like, never actually. You, she said to you. You, how does that go down? How oh, does that work? She didn't say anything. My pillow got thrown down the stairs. No, it didn't. Yeah, no, it didn't. no, no words were said. You did you pull this argument at nighttime? It was like oh, almost bedtime. Yeah. This oh, was this bad. was after dinner. Our son was already asleep. Yeah. Oh yeah. She, she, I made I made countless mistakes that night. When did this happen? In the last year when you worked on the show? Oh yeah, absolutely. See, this is a production shortcoming because you should have told us we could have done what to sell. You could have aired your dirty, your dirty laundry. She just so you were at the bottom of the stairs. You went oh, down yeah. like get away from her, yep. and your pillow got thrown down. Pillow ended up right next to my feet. Did you get a blanket? Uh no, no, I did not. Dude, was this a work night? Oh yeah, absolutely. So you came in and wor- to work. Oh the next yeah, night. oh yeah. Wow. That was a very fun segment. I've got five or six more, which probably means I need to start shutting my trap a little more often. We didn't even get to Ray Allen. We'll get to it. Here's a little tease for an hour from now. He insults LeBron who helped him get a ring. Ray Allen does that. Let's do this. Let's get to baseball. Will Middlebrooks, former major, major leaguer CBS Sports analyst, next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 